Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 12th of January and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here, read our disclaimer in full and if you're listening on a podcast then head on over to our website www.marcustoday.com.au and you can read the disclaimer there and if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community we'd love to have you on board and you can sign up for a free 14-day trial on the website. All right well a much better night in the US a triple crown for the US markets last night we had a synchronicity with the Dow Jones up 0.51% 183 points 36,252 the Nasdaq doing really well last night, bouncing back strongly, 1.41% higher, uh, 211 points to 15,153. We also saw the S&P 500 up the middle for diddle, 0.92%, 43 points to 47.13. So a good night all round. Jerome Powell soothing market with uh, some of his comments about uh, inflation, talking about tamping down inflation rather than taking the big heavy baseball bat to inflation. So that certainly helped markets overnight and that buy the dip mentality well and truly entrenched in the US. And we've now seen NASDAQ rise. It was down 2.7% yesterday at one stage. Uh, It's now rallied uh, 4.1% off that low. So not doing too bad at all. SPY futures in all this optimism and bullishness up 0.86%, 63 points to 73.56. So expect a pretty positive day today and maybe a little bit more volume as well today uh, coming through in our market. We had uh, the VIX index. Falling one point five point three six percent to eighteen, which uh, is a little bit uh, off, but uh, it's only really what it made up the previous day. In terms of commodities, a big bounce in the oil price. Brent crude three dollars, uh, nearly three dollars higher, three point five five percent, two dollars eighty seven to eighty three point seven nine US dollars a barrel. So oil stocks should be doing pretty well today. WTI also up nearly 4%, $3.06 to 81.12. So going like gangbusters at the moment, that oil price, as was the gold price as well. 1.3% better, $23.90 to 18.22 spot 5.0. And the iron ore price doing well up 2.5%, $3.15 to 128.60. We had copper up 1.58%. Nickel had a massive day last night, nearly a 10-year high for nickel, up 3.1%. Aluminium up 1.4%. Zinc up 1.9%. Lead up 1.1%. And tin up 1.9% as well. So all doing very well. As a result of all this optimism and bullishness, we had Freeport McMoran up 3.3%. Alcoa up 1.1%. A little bit muted there, but it has been bouncing around quite a bit recently. Anglo down 0.09, Glencore down 0.3, Vale in the US was up 4%, Albemarle 
which is the lithium, big lithium play, was up 5.8%. And uh, AWC in US prices was up 6.5%, with BHP up 2.1% and Rio up 2.4%. So commodity stocks will be very much in demand today. Countering that, we did have the Aussie dollar slightly higher at 72.10. But you would think with all these highs in commodity prices and the iron ore price recovering quite nicely heading into Chinese New Year, that Aussie dollar has some room to move to the upside. But we will see. I'm not a foreign exchange expert, but you would imagine that the Aussie dollar has a little bit of uh, optimism going into reporting season. As far as the S&P 500 goes last night, here you can see uh, it was on a steady climb throughout the day, pretty much after Jerome Powell started talking about tamping and not whacking it with a baseball bat. So that was good news for the US market. Buy the dip and confidence building as we head into reporting season. In the US, the banks were also uh, relatively firm, but very uh, muted, I guess. JP Morgan up 0.1, Citigroup up 1.6, Wells Fargo up 1.3% last night, and tech stocks doing well, as you will see. Apple up 1.7, Meta the artist formerly known as Facebook up 1.9%, Microsoft up 0.2%, Amazon up 2.4%, and Netflix up 0.2%. Even Block managed to rise 2.7%. We had uh, not really too much coming out of Jerome Powell uh, and not much colour on the Federal Reserve's policy pivot, but uh, growth stocks bouncing while value and defensive pockets underperformed. And we did see some frustration with the LME, which is the London Metals Exchange. They had a five-hour outage, which did hamper activity. Economic data was limited to the NFIB Small Business Optimism Index, which increased to 989 It's more like a radio station in December from 98.4 in November. And Biden has defended his pandemic response amid Omicron surge. In other news today, Trump's niece seeks to cash in with fraud at lawsuit. The ex-president lawyer argues and Biden's spending bill is igniting debate over dairy methane pollution. And Russia holding tank drills near Ukraine sounds downbeat on talks. The US and Russia, of course, talking at the moment about those talks. Highly unlikely that the US or NATO will give in to the Russian demands, which are pretty outrageous uh, given what's happened in the last couple of decades. They want NATO to wind back to where it was in terms of countries admitted back to uh, the late 90s, which is not going to happen in a million years. And Block... The artist formerly known as Square, which is taking over Afterpay, has confirmed non-opposition of the Bank of Spain for the acquisition, and that now means that the scheme of implementation will go ahead without further ado. And the FDA has approved Cochlear's nucleus implants for unilateral hearing loss, single-sided deafness. What's on today? Heavy rain in Brazil. We talked about that yesterday. Has disrupted supply. Vale, a major producer, has suspended production at its Minas Gerais uh, project. BHP and Rio both doing well last night. Uh, 1.7 and Rio up 2%. That's a little low uh, compared to where they closed. BHP closing up 2.1 and Rio up 2.35%. 10-year yields in the US, 1.74. Australia, 1.89. Just coming off the boil slightly. Germany now nearly flat 
uh, given that before I went away on my Christmas break, uh, German rates were negative 0.32. Now they're pretty much zero. So there has been quite a big move in rates in Europe as well. Nickel price is hitting a seven-year high of 21400 a tonne. And Wham! has upped its offer for PAF from one for 1.99 to one for 1.95 shares in PAF. Pendle Group, PDL, has said shareholders should reject the dual-listed structure plan one week until the vote. Pendle has 1% of BHP, and it is its biggest holding in its portfolios. And fast food operators are pulling chicken and warning of price pressures. Last night, Domino's in the US was warning of price pressures in their food side inflation. So it is coming to a fast food outlet near you. You may not be able to get that bucket of chicken. We did see that warning yesterday from Ingham's as well. And the former chief of Newix, NXL, is seeking $183 million in a court action on money that he missed out on. And Morgan Stanley says that Afterpay is being beaten by Klarna and a firm in gaining customers in the US. And it looks like Blue Scope Steel is paying import duties on steel It complained about Asian dumping and has actually shot itself in the foot as it's ended up paying import duties on steel itself. Question of the day today. This is, I guess, slightly contentious going into the vote next week. But should BHP collapse its dual-listed company structure? Much has been written about this with the UK PLC side of things being effectively taken over by BHP ASX or Australian listed BHP in a one-for-one, and BHP in PLC terms, London terms, has been trading at a big discount. So there is a theory that uh, there is a big transfer of wealth from Australian shareholders to UK shareholders in this deal. So the vote next week, should BHP collapse its dual-listed company structure? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. If you're listening on a podcast and you're not yet a member of Marcus Today, you can head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au. And if you are listening to this on a podcast, we have three other wonderful streams to listen to. Marcus Strategy Podcast, the On The Desk Podcast, and the On The Couch Podcast as well. So I would love to have you subscribing to any or all of those podcasts for your daily updates. In some cases, not daily, but weekly or bi-weekly, but uh, certainly much useful information in all those podcasts. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great session.